This is the way. This is the way. Hello there. So say we all. May the force be with you. You're a wizard, Harry. I am Iron Man. What about second breakfast? Assemble. You're here because you know something. Whoa, this is heavy. I volunteer as tribute. I'm Batman. You have chosen wisely. The North remembers. Go infinity and beyond. The force will be with you. Welcome to the Nerdverse, nerds! Today, this corner of the Nerdverse is for all you TV nerds out there. I'm Joanna, child surprise, Krupnik. And I'm Brian, I remember Damage Plofsky, and we could not be happier that you stopped your binge to join us today. Today, we're just chatting about what other nerdy stuff we're watching lately, particularly shows that we are not covering here in the Nerdverse. And we're going to try and keep it spoiler-free, so there will be no spoiler alert alert. I repeat, there will be no spoiler alert alert. (laughs) We are going to try to stay spoiler-free. There is no spoiler alert alert. So breathe easy. What a relief. Like, how nice is it to just be in your car or wherever you guys are, and you don't have to worry, have high blood pressure... We're not going to spoil anything. No, that is not the plan. And quite frankly, this is domestic travel, so we don't need to show our uh, passports today. This is pure domestic travel, no customs. No. We're just going domestically in the nerd verse. This is like, you know, when you're shopping online and doing something online and they're like, do you want to make an account or do you want to continue as a guest? We're just guests here. Yeah, we're with, just with this stuff. We're just we're, we're dabbing. <laughs> we're not like committing to these things. We're not taking notes on these things. I don't always understand what's going on on these things, but I'm enjoying some other shows that like are taking up a lot of my life that's not devoted to what I'm watching for this podcast. Sure. So I really wanted to talk about what else we're we're watching. Yeah. So Joanna, why don't you start? All right. So I don't know if you know this about me, but I really love British television, British PBS, basically the PBS app in general, Masterpiece stuff. I do know this about you. Oh, okay, good. And I'm always watching period shows or mysteries. They're often based in Britain and they're always, always amazing and have like incredible cameos. So there's this cute cute show that is on master that's masterpiece so you you do have to have the pbs app i think mm-hmm. um and it's called all creatures great and small it's based on well it's based on this um some no- a series of books from by a yorkshire vet a veterinarian back in like nine it's set in 1937 and uh it's so it's in like the dales in yorkshire so the accents are really really good and it's like this young boy, not young, he's not a young boy. He's in his like 20s and he's trying to be a vet. And he gets hired as an assistant vet to this other old, slightly older vet. And they live in this really pretty old house. And they have a housekeeper and he has a little brother who's also like in his 20s. And they get into all sorts of troubles. I'm glad you clarified that it was a pet vet. Yeah, and like an animal so, vet and not like a war vet. Because that I would have to reset my expectations completely if those two were flipped. Oh, okay. okay well, I'll give you a second because it's a whole new thing if you were thinking he was a war veteran. he, he I don't think he's been to war yet. The war might be coming because it's 1937. Okay. So, or war has come and will come again. Yeah, war has come and will come again. Mm-hmm, um. Mm-hmm. 
So he is a vet and he comes to work at a, a, like another veterinarian, like he's the assistant. And this guy's kind of eccentric, but he's still like in his 40s. Um, and they are basic, they're not really treating pets, they're treating farm animals because everybody who lives in the countryside okay. of England at this time are farmers. So they're treating, they're like helping uh, these um Adult cows have bit of calves. They're making. They're helping the the whatever give birth to lambs. The sheep give birth to little lambs. Of course, sheep. They're, sheep. Yes. They're doing all sorts of. They're doing all sorts of vet work. That's that are the people's livelihoods that live out here in like the hill sides of England, and you know they get into like little troubles and there's like romance in the town and it's just it always ends well. And the animals are really sweet and, you know, there's a lot of just Britishism, culture, warm – it's like just having a warm blanket, drinking, like, tea by the fire and, like, listening to an old record. It's, like, the best show to keep you company during the day. I highly recommend it. Anyway, it was a, it was a big hit back in the day, and it just got renewed for two more seasons. Ooh, but what are some of your what are some of your like rewatchable shows? Like shows that you might put on like right before you go to bed, or any? Do you have any of those? Oh my god, yes, that's like my entire personality. Um, the Office, <laughs> Parks and Rec, Gilmore Girls, Veep, uh, All Creatures Great and Small, Emily in Paris. And the uh, Great British Baking Show, and Seinfeld. Sure. I think you mean I think you mean Emily in Paris. Sorry, Emily in Paris. Uh, what about <laughs> I, I? I don't know that you have. Are you the person that has shows on in the background? I feel like you're either in your office or you're not. You're not able to sort of just have something on. Is that is that wrong? No, I mean it's some. I when I do have something on, um, it's usually something new that I like to watch. However, I'll watch stuff like New Girl or Parks and Rec or I'll put on – so right now I'm rewatching Clone Wars um, and Rebels and I'm doing all of that again. And that's good background stuff except for episodes that I know like I want to focus on and watch. Um, there's also – I also uh, will put on things like Cheers, like some of my all-time favorites. Like I'll put on Cheers in the background and stuff like that. Um, you know, I but didn't I'll, know you like Cheers. Cheers is one of my top ten favorite shows of all time. Get out! Oh, I had an yeah. ex boyfriend who loved Cheers too. He that was like oh. his favorite thing to put on. You you know this ex boyfriend? <laughs> oh my! Um, but yeah, I love Cheers. Uh, and and then I, I loved it. I really grew to appreciate it. it. That that's a nice like warm blanket show too. Sure, definitely. Um, I love those characters. I, I love that show. Um, and then sometimes I'll put on like random Disney Plus cartoons like Darkwing Duck or Tailspin, just like randomly in the background for nostalgia purposes. Oh, okay. So when you have this stuff on, it's to keep you company, to also sometimes watch, and because it makes you feel good because it's like sometimes nostalgic. Yeah, but I would say 90% of the time I'm watching something new. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a real big repeater, so... Uh, when it when I watch something new, I need to be pretty much focused on it. Otherwise, I keep rewinding. And Justin's like, "Are you going to watch it or what?" And I'm like, "All right, sorry." So I just say, mm-hmm. "Let's just wait till I can actually pay attention." Sure. So I just have constantly 
the stuff I already know playing. But all of these shows, you find new things every time. Um, totally. What Do you have a new show lately that you can recommend to people that you've been watching? Like, I've been watching All Creatures Great and Small. Yeah, I'm super behind, but I am finally watching Cobra Kai and really enjoying it. Oh, I've heard good things about that. Yeah, Cobra Kai is on Netflix right now. It's, uh, you know, the later years of the uh, Karate Kid um, stuff. I am I have only seen the first Karate Kid once. Like, I am not a Karate Kid person. I don't dislike it. I, I just, it's like not my thing. Um, but I'm really enjoying this. Um, I know I'm behind. Uh, it's taken me a while to kind of get through it. Not because I don't like it, just because we watch so much. There's, there's like, all, there's always like new assembled coming out and I'm watching those or stuff for this podcast or uh, you know other podcasts which i'll get to but uh yeah i've been watching this what i've been doing recently is going on the peloton bike turning down the volume on the instructor and but following along in terms of the numbers and then watching whatever i'm watching in the background on the tv because we have a tv set up like near the peloton I'm so bougie. I understand. Well, that's a that's a really yeah. I was gonna say that's a really cute way of letting us all know you have a Peloton. Um, yes. So congratulations. Yes. That's uh, my, and also, that's my... I would do that too, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really happy for you that you have your Peloton and you have room for Thank a you. Peloton in your apartment. That's great. We do not have an apartment, Joanna. We live in a sorry a home, <laughs> a mansion, um, a mansion in a different city than me. A city home. City home. Um. Do you okay? So, so Cobra Kai. So, this is the later years of Karate Kid. Yeah, they're just older and they're figuring out their way with different dojos and stuff like that. With all the trauma that the movies kind of have them going through. Was Hillary Swank a Karate Kid? Yeah, she, she she was in one of the Karate Kid movies, but I do not believe she has shown up. Um, she has not shown up for me. Again, I don't know if that's spoiler territory. Or not. No, no, I don't know anything about Karate Kids except for I thought Hillary Swank might one once have been one, and then I know yes, Patience, Young Grasshopper. The only things I know about Karate Kid were right there. Sure, great. That yeah, she's in like four. I don't know the Karate Kids that well, but I've never seen that one either. Um, but yeah, that's something that I'm watching right now. Again, I am like way. I understand that I'm way behind. Um. So that's what I did. Some things that I watched earlier in the year. Um, I watched the new Dexter series. Um, Jamie and I watched Yellow Jackets um, with, on Showtime, which was awesome. Um, and one of my favorite things like ever, I watched Station Eleven. Station Eleven was so good. It was an emotional roller coaster. It was spectacular. I will recommend it to anybody and everyone. Station Eleven, it's based on the 2014 novel um it is on hbo max it is 10 episodes um it is a spectacular piece of uh television okay i have questions about station 11 because of course i've heard about it i -hmm. actually have the book i was gifted it um and everyone's talking about it all of the podcasts that i listened to are were covering it when it was like new yeah um is it too is it from what I understand, it's a post-apocalyptic, but it's um like after the fact, so people have like learned to cope. It's not like why the last man, where it's it's happening in like real time. Is that true? Is it is it after people have sort of adapted, or is it like at the events? Uh, some Does that of it make takes sense? place. Some of it takes place. 
the the majority of it takes place either before the event or after the event and some of it does play take place during the event it could be triggering if you are not ready for that because it it does take place um in and around a pandemic a flu pandemic that wipes out uh most of the world um it is really good and it's yeah that's why i'm asking because i'm i feel like i would definitely be triggered by that um but everyone loves it and i feel like that would be a very common thing to be triggered by so it must be good or something that's just that like just couldn't happen the way it does because people are okay with watching it. Does that yeah does that make sense? Yeah. Um I, I think that I don't want to spoil anything, but it 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 goes about it in a really interesting way. And and if you are triggered by it, like it just might not be your cup of tea. I totally understand that. But I think what it's trying to say outweighs the triggering parts. Is that fair? Okay. Because so I'm do you, not would you recommend spoilers. that to me? Yeah, I love it. It's like one of my favorite things. I, I, totally. Because I, I, I haven't watched it. No. I, I, I also think that you would love it because um, – I think you would love it because you uh, – without spoiling anything – the people in a post-pandemic world is told from the point of view of a traveling Shakespeare company trying to bring theater to people in a post-pandemic world. Um, and it centers around them. And it's fascinating. The concept of like, do we keep the things from before? What can we say through the things from before? Or, or, or are we obligated to create new things? Um, it's really good. That's only a little part of it. That's not the whole picture, but that's a lot to do with the thesis of wow, it. Wow, that does sound good. Okay, maybe – I don't know if I'm ready for it, but I, I, the people that I trust love it, so maybe I should watch it. It's real good. Um, so something I recently watched was The Witcher, yeah. which I believe you've also watched. I have. I have, yes. Um. For those of you who don't know, The Witcher is uh, – it's on Netflix now, and they got renewed for a third season. They're in their, they just finished their second season. Well, they didn't just finish it, but it just, it's been out for a bit. Um, I think it was released in – the first season was December of 2019, and I think the newest season came out maybe this December, this past December. Um, so it's like a fantasy story based on a book series and a video game question mark. It's set like medieval inspired mm -hmm. um, yeah. fantasy, like con the continent, which is like the world that they're in. And there's a couple lead characters who are all linked sort of by destiny, but mm -hmm. it's really campy and it knows kind of what it is. And there's a few characters who I feel like talk like they say the F word, which uh, I sometimes think is really funny in like fantasy worlds because they don't sure. have the F word there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like you know that it's kind of tongue in cheek. So and of course Henry Cavill is like is, is awesome and he's such a babe. So I I really enjoyed that, but it is very confusing on yeah. first on first blush. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Um, I binged season one right before season two came out. So um, similarly to you, like I watched it seasons one and two all the way through, like back to back, um, binging them. Um, Henry Cavill makes it work for me. Um, like his ability to 
just convey what what Geralt is in a engaging way is really fun. All the little plots are really fun. I I, I was confused a bit by season one, but once I put together um, something specific without like without ruining anything, um, it just cleared up so much for me. Um, and I, I think I texted you about it too, which may have helped. Yeah, I think I I read something that alluded to the thing that you had said. I actually don't, I mean, we won't say it, but I actually don't think it spoiled anything. If anything, it just helped because it wasn't sure. like it was some big reveal moment when you found out sort of how to watch this show. That's all I'll say. But for the record, we could probably say what it is because I don't, I, I personally didn't think it spoiled anything. Oh my God, Brian has a pop character from it. Yaskir. That is so really cute. Where did you get that? Um, I went Yaska. to a hot. I went to Hot Topic, is and this is a Hot Topic exclusive. Um, and he was on the shelf, so I picked him up because I had to get the minstrel, right? Do you just have a Hot Topic near you? <laughs> no, you we had to drive to the mall. No, no, I got it at the mall. At a mall. I was gonna say, like, that's only at malls, and not all malls. Yeah. Um, another show I've been watching. Um, unless you want to go next. You were yawning, no, I, so I, I figured I, I'd, I would go. No, 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 no. Um, I was. I wanted to talk more about The Witcher, just like how much enjoyable it is, how good the special effects are, and some people might be turned off of it because it like reminds them of something else. Like, oh, I've seen Monster Hunter TV shows. Oh, I've seen like you know these these fantasy fight TV shows with monsters, but like. It's better than that. And the acting is really good and the special effects are good. Um, I really enjoy the heck out of it. I do too. I think the the leads are really good. So that helps. Um, they're, again, it's like really, it's it really knows what it is, which mm-hmm. does, is not always the case with some of these shows. It's like the, everyone's in that's a different true. play or a different story. Um, so that that's generally well. The costumes don't look... There's another show I'm going to talk about that, uh, you know, they don't have the budget yet. When you watch Game of Thrones or shows that are like it now, you expect to see season six dragons. But remember that Game of Thrones season one didn't have season six dragons. So you got to start somewhere. But but this show, given the budget they had, the costumes are really good. The effects are, are there's a few weird things in the first season that you're like, oh, that is bad. But the fight choreography is really good. Um, yeah it's really good again it's funny at times yeah it's it's really really good it is violent i have no issue with gore um but if you Mm -hmm. do you may not like it but it's yeah i highly recommend it and i'm so excited for season three me too i really hope that everybody's back for it and yeah and season two i really enjoyed for different reasons than season ones and and season one and season two are very different narratively um and what they're trying to say and i think that they both work and i'm really excited to see what season three like from uh you know a thematic place is trying to say yeah i agree season two i think moved more to clip season one i spent Mm. the beginning half just trying to figure out what it was and then mm-hmm. it was over. So I really season two was where it was at for me, which yeah, is why and, I think season three is going to be really good. Sure, and I do think that season two plot wise towards the end does get convoluted. I'm I'm a little confused by certain people's motivations. 
um, and what motivates them to do what they do. Like, like just in general, not even for specific things, but just like generally existing in that world. Um, uh, so I hope a little bit of that gets cleared up in season three. Man, that's that's great because I there's so much I didn't even catch in season two that I just fig- figure I have to rewatch it like three times to even sure to, for me to even understand it. Let alone be like that doesn't make sense because I'm like I probably just didn't understand it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you're smarter than me, so no, 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 no. Um, you're more you're, comprehensive you when it. you watch shows. Um, <laughs> you you mentioned that you're watching something else like in a, in the same in a similar vein. Yeah, so I watched The Wheel of Time, which oh, you is did. a new... Uh, right, I knew that. You know, it's been out for a while. Yeah. I did. I watched Wheel of Time on Amazon. So Amazon, it's it's not it's not, uh, it's not not common knowledge or public that Amazon is really trying to push their stream service and, is, mm-hmm. and they're really trying to find, like, the next Game of Thrones, which, again, I don't even want to talk about Game of Thrones in in tandem with The Witcher or Wheel of Time because they are not the same show, nor are they sure. even... The shows are not trying to be... Maybe Amazon wants them to be the same type of water cooler everyone's watching. Yeah. Everyone wants to find a show like <laughs> Amazon that. was trying but to do their thing, and then they got the rights to Lord of the Rings, and that's just going to be what they're going to focus on. Lord of the Rings? Yeah, like, like they have all this other cool stuff, but, like, they spent, like, a, so much money on Lord of the Rings. Like, like... Like it's almost like what you're saying. Like, of course, why wouldn't they buy Lord of the Rings? That's what they're like investing in. Yeah, and I and I honestly think Lord of the Rings is going to be awesome. I hope, yeah. hope, 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 cool. hope. Um, but so the Wheel of Time is another fantasy story, and it's based on a bajillion book series, like novel series. And okay. there are so many of these books. It's, they're they were uh, they're by Robert Jordan. And, like, these books have been coming out since, like, I think the 1990s. So there are people out there that are our age that have read all of them since the Wheel of Time. And they're just, like, a bajillion of these novels. But you don't need to have read the the novels to watch this. In fact, I think it's probably, from what I've heard and and read, it's not necessary whatsoever. But it is confusing, so, like, you could. Sure, um, sure. But you might just be disappointed. Um. So it had, they released the, uh, Amazon released the first three episodes at once and then the other episodes to make eight and they are going to do a second season. So you could jump in and watch them. Mm-hmm. Um, it basically follows, um, the lead character whose name is Moraine and she's a member of this really powerful organization of women called the I Sedai. And I mean, I love anything that's, it's, that's also like Dune with the Bene Gesserit, this powerful league of women mm-hmm. and they're they all can channel like the one power and they're basically looking for the dragon who has broke time and the world before and may again in like a bad way so they're trying to find out like who it is who can save their it's like been prophesized they're trying to find who is the dragon reborn who can like save the world from a primordial evil known as mm-hmm. the dark one or break it again so, yeah, I mean, what I'll say about it is it's not great, but I watched it all. <laughs> um, Rosamund Pike is the lead. She plays she plays Moraine. She's great. Um, you know, the wigs need a little work. The costume and textiles need a little work. That's just something that I notice. Um, sure. But it is, 
fun and and there's it's like a group of teens 20 something so it's like young people um it's it's good i, I like it but i i i hope it gets better season two so sure. you didn't watch that right no i did not watch that i'm i'm just busily didn't slowly so. going what about you brian what's give me another one uh another one for me uh let's uh let's go with um I mean I watched Yellow Jackets, which I had mentioned before. Where again, all of these I'm like super late to the game. Yeah. Um that was really, really good. However, a lot of that is so for those of you who don't know, I have another podcast called Talking Horror where we talk about horror movies. Um so I watch a lot of horror stuff, like TV shows, like I was late to the game on Servant, so I was watching Servant. Um, we just watch all that stuff. Like, um, and, and I rewatch some of that stuff sometimes too, like all the haunting TV shows, like the haunting of Hill house and the haunting of Bly Manor and midnight mass, like all of that stuff, which I like deeply love. Um, I watch a lot of that stuff, like archive 81. Can I ask you about servant? Can you tell me what the premise is for that? Yeah. So I'll just give you the premise of, uh, yeah, let me let me think of the best way to do it without spoiling anything. So, Servant is an Apple Plus. Rupert television Grint is show. in that, right? Yeah, Ron Weasley is in it. Ron, Ron, Ron Weasley. Um, Ron, Ron Weasley. Uh, yeah. Okay, let me think. It is about this family who hires a nanny essentially to watch after their kid, but uh, things are pretty wacky that's all i'll say because i don't want to spoil anything that sounds awesome yeah it's weird the first season is weird the second season uh gets better uh i have not well we're we're just about to we're so behind this came at the beginning of the year but we're finally going to get into season three um we don't cover that on the podcast but i do like uh but I do, uh, I do like watching that stuff just in my own, you know, free time, pleasure, all that stuff. But then, like something else we didn't talk about though, is I love certain reality shows. So, like, I love. I've watched every season of The Amazing Race. Uh, we watch RuPaul's Drag Race. We watch like things like The Circle. Just like think to, to shut our brains off. We 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 like watching that kind of stuff. And I know you like some of that stuff too. Well, you know that I watch The Bachelor. Right, right. Um, I love, I don't, I don't want to say I love The Bachelor. I don't love The Bachelor. I love the social experience of watching it with my friends, and I love watching it from an anthropological point of view. (laughs) Yeah, you're a scientist. And I have a fantasy league for it. I'm a scientist when I watch it. Um, Always making discoveries. So... That is what I watch to turn to completely turn my brain off. Um, yeah. But I didn't. I. I. My sister loves Survivor. I. I do. I have watched Survivor, and I do love Survivor. But I don't keep up with it religiously. I mm-hmm. did watch. Um, I did not watch The Circle, but I did watch Love Is Blind last season, and okay. there is a new season out on Netflix. But Brian, even if you're behind on a lot of these shows we're talking about, sometimes with the streaming stuff. They're always there. So I know for yeah, myself, yeah. like, yeah, sometimes I miss it when everyone's talking about it. But this is still helpful because you just watch them at your own pace because they have resurgences too. So totally. I think a lot of people just jump in when the next season of something is coming. 
So mm-hmm. the fact that you're talking about it now is great because if there's another season down the line, then then someone will pick it up. So, yeah. you know, yeah, we're watching some of these things after the moment has passed of them, but I think it's still I love I yeah. still love to know the stuff because half these shows you're watching I have never watched. Yeah, and there's just so much stuff out there as we talk about all the time on this. Like if every weekend there's a new movie on every single streaming service and there's a new TV show on every single streaming service. Um, you know, like uh like but I'll watch things immediately that I really want to watch. Like when the new season of Maisel came out this year, I watched that and I, you know, like like there are certain things that I just like I'm very the I just want to watch it. It's like, it's very nice to me, if that makes sense. And then there are things that it just like, it takes a little bit more effort, like something maybe a little bit more serious or maybe something a little bit more heady or something that you really tonally you need to be in the mood for like servant servant is something that I tonally needed to be in the mood for, to watch it, to appreciate it. Um, versus something like Maisel that is just like very easy to watch for me, whether it's because like, I grew up in a Jewish household. So like those patterns like feel very comforting to me, even though it takes place in the sixties, like that, those talking patterns are things that I grew up with. So like there's a comfort level there, even though it's anxiety inducing on every level, like there's a comfort in that anxiety because like I grew up in that, if that makes sense. It does. That's the way I feel about it too. There were some parts of the later seasons so far that I've been like, Eh, like the story doesn't grab me as much, but the aesthetic sure. and the the Jewish of it all, like that part, the New York Jew of it, like I I eat that up because that's just yes. that's those are my grandparents. Like that's not um that's not exaggerated really at all. So no, I love I love Maisel. Um something I watch that I that I hate that I watch. And that's really, really, really hard to watch, but yet I have to watch is Euphoria. Um, have you watched Euphoria? Why do you have to watch it? No, I've never watched Euphoria. Because it's really well done and it's and I okay. started, so uh, so I couldn't just I, I I couldn't say goodbye to it when there was a new season. I was like, oh God. Because people mm. are talking about it and I want to be part of the conversation, but it sure. is it's beautifully shot. Some of the dialogue is really, really good. It's well-directed. The characters are, uh, you know, horrible and great at the same time. But, mm-hmm. and the aesthetic is really awesome. But, oh my God, it's so, there are times where I, I have to cover my eyes or leave the room because I just, I just can't, um, I just, it's, it's, I have to like gear up to watch yeah. an episode of Euphoria. I'm not selling it at all. But those who are you listening who maybe have watched it know what I mean. Like I have to psych myself up to watch it <laughs> every week. <laughs> Thank God it's only like seven episodes because it's yeah. just a lot. Um, but on the same night is Righteous Gemstones, which is awesome and a great show. Not the same vibe at all. Sure, and I'm really, sure. I love Righteous Gemstones. Have you ever watched it? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, Jamie does. I don't watch Righteous Gemstones. Gemstones. Oh, gotcha. The opposite yeah. of Maisel. It's Catholics or Christians. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, that's honestly like that's all I'm really watching right now. There's stuff that I'm excited for. Um, I, I get really excited around the Halloween season because there's a ton of like even more spooky shows that come out then. I get really excited for that. Um and then, you know, aside from all the Marvel stuff and the Star Wars stuff and all of that, like, I don't know, like, 
I, I just kind of like the stuff that it's that is mine, if that makes sense. That like that like I can just enjoy without having to t- having to take notes or like plan to talk about it with you, even though I enjoy it so much. Um, it's just nice to have like my own personal. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, I'm really excited for Better Call Saul. Um, there are shows that I that I I love that are never going to be talked about on this podcast, but. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of shows that are coming down the pike at some mm-hmm. point that are not that are not, you know, Disney or Marvel or Star Wars or Harry Potter, but um great great shows. So, we'll probably do, maybe we'll do one of these routinely every, you know, couple months yeah, and see. Yeah. I think that's you know, a good idea. Stuff has surfaced. Totally. Um, but I I highly recommend the shows well, eh, I don't really recommend Wheel of Time, but I recommend all the other ones. <laughs> oh, I also have started I've started Orphan Black, which is like a five season, so it's a slog that I have not made it through with Tatiana Maslani, mostly because I know she's coming, you know, in She-Hulk and she's really good. She won a primetime Emmy for um Orphan Black. Orphan so Black. I wanted to see what that was about, and that's really good. Mm-hmm. I like Orphan Black. I'm happier. So I also recommend that. Yeah, one. yeah. You've watched it? I've watched Orphan Black, yeah. I never finished it, but I watched the first couple seasons. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Oh, well, then I'll have to ask you more questions about it off the air. It was so um, long ago, so like I'm not. Yeah, but she's I, great. I might be a waste of time. <laughs> All right, forget it then. Just forget it. Yeah. Anything else you've been watching or enjoying? Vibing? No, I. Okay, one of my absolute favorite things is every Friday to go on to uh, all of my streaming services and put things into my queue. Do I watch them? Not a ton, but I love going into my queue and putting them in there. And like, I love curating my queues and my lists and all of that. But like, sometimes I just never watch anything. Just like, it's just nice. Like if I'm home on a Tuesday night or something and I'm like, let me go to one of my queues on Netflix or Hulu or whatnot. Like, and then I'll just check it out there. Oh, some other comfort shows. I still watch The Connors. I really like The Connors. Um, I watch uh, The Goldbergs. Like, they're not – Connors is pretty good. Goldbergs is not good anymore. But, like, those are just, like, random shows that I will watch, whether they're new or – you know, like, I still like half-hour sitcoms as things to just, like, watch. Uh, you said New Girl. I'd love to just have New Girl on. That's something oh, yeah, I I'll, work my I way love through that. all the time. Arrest, Arrested Development. I'll put Arrested oh, Development on all the time. Sure. Um, I haven't watched that in a long time. There's Yeah, there's – oh, God, it's great. Um, yeah, there's there's a couple other Netflix shows that I'm like, oh, yeah, light me up with this. Are you still watching? Yeah, I'm still watching, kind of. Keep going, keep going. And mm. next thing you know, I've like gotten through all the seasons. Yeah, totally. Because the the comedy shows, you know, the really good ones, you find new stuff every time. Yeah, and and you forget things or how things are connected, like Parks and Rec and stuff like that, or characters' names in like the season one that come back in season seven or whatever it is, like super fun stuff. Well, nerds, thank you for joining us today. We hope you found some good recommendations to add to your lists, and we hope you'll join us next time as we enter another corner of the nerdverse. Make sure to join us in the Nerdverse by following on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at the Nerdverse Pod. Be sure to blast over and subscribe to the Nerdverse with Joanna and Bride on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, uh, and rate and review us there. As a new Nerdverse and a multiverse of other Nerdverses, we really appreciate all the love and feedback. Until next time, talk to you soon. 
I do love TV so much. I love TV so much. I love streaming so much. Thank God for streaming. Thank God for no commercials. Do you remember <laughs> commercials? No. Actually, sometimes I like commercials because I can go to the bathroom, but then I can also just pause it. Yeah, now they're a novelty. Yeah, although it, it was the way to find out what's new and good in this world, what toys are out there. Sure, that's true. Oh, yeah, the toy commercials were the best. Hungry, hungry hippos. Especially on Nickelodeon. What could be break better than get? What could be okay, greater wow, than you playing saw a, commercial a game? A lot. With the gator. <laughs>